Josh, where you at, dude? Come on, I've been waiting all day for you to record. Dude, I've been waiting all day for you. Where are you? I'm busy right now, dude. What the fuck, Josh? I'm busy right now, dude. Fucking trace. What are you? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Have to Cast episode 15. This is Haptic Intel's video podcast that comes at you just about every week or whenever we have time. We are Shills. My name's Josh Tall, and joined by my cuck friends Stephen Heavenstreet and Brett Roberts. Um, but yeah, so we haven't been filming in a couple weeks. Um, kind of been chilling ourselves out to school and everything like that. And then when the uh, semester ended, you know, fucking. I don't know. We just had things we had to finish up. Yeah, between school and uh, family cares, mainly in the uh, casting couch studio. Yeah. Um, yeah. Between that and your guys ending the semester, and I'm just about ending mine now, actually. So yeah. that elapsed time is like a month, and that's I think how long it's been since we actually put out a podcast. Yeah, that sounds about <clears> right. I mean, we've had some couple other supplemental videos. Um, we did MKX last week, a little Let's Play. We gave a brief update on that, and then we also uh, we did an E3 little ad thing, which I guess I'll shield that out right now. You should. <clears throat> E3 2016. We are doing the live stream over at Twitch.tv/HaptiIntel. The link will be in the description. Guys, go over there, and basically what happens is you don't have to switch around to like other streams for the different conferences or whatever like that. You can come to our stream. We'll be there. Uh, you can hang out with us, talk with us. We'll be commentating, and you'll see our live reactions to those uh, conferences. And yeah, so that's what the twelfth. The 12th and the 13th, yes. 12th and the 13th. Yes, uh, Sunday and a Monday. Yeah. Yep, covering pretty much every conference that's yeah. uh, going to be streamed, so... Probably m minus Nintendo's conference. Yeah, depending. which is Tuesday, and I think Square Enix might be having stuff, so... Yeah. This kind of smaller tier conferences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll talk about a few things that we might see at E3 uh, later on. But let's hop our wieners right into it and start how we always do, by talking about the games that we're playing. Right. So I guess there's been a lot of games, um... I'll start with Persona 4 because I don't think, I mean, I told you guys off camera, but really, like, right before, or right after the podcast we filmed, I put, like, ten more hours in, so mm -hmm. I did um, Kanji's Dungeon. I think that's what oh, shit. the second dungeon, so. Yeah. I have, like, 20 hours in the game now. I did that all in one sitting. It took me, like, three hours, but wow. I, like, grinded so much, I guess, from uh, <clears throat> Yukiko's Dungeon. I'm mm -hmm. fucking forgetting the names. Um... That it didn't. I just grinded through every floor up until Kanji's <coughs> last one, and just freaking chilled that out. So um, I have about 20 hours in now, and I, it's been a while since I've played it because I've been, you know, we've all been busy with other right. shit and uh, been playing other games as well. So mm. also on Vita Island, trademark by kind of funny as a uh, severed mm. new game from Drinkbox. Mm. Um, I have about three hours into that <coughs> right now. Um, it's been a while also since I've touched that, but. Since we last recorded, that game came out, got pretty slick reviews, mm -hmm. you know, in the low to mid-80s on Metacritic, and if you own a Vita, you, in my opinion, you have, like, no excuse to, like, at least try, there's no demo, which fucking yeah, there sucks. Should, there should be a demo. So I would say to at least try it out, because it's kind of like a niche genre with first-person dungeon crawler with some Fruit Ninja-esque combat with mm -hmm. the way you slice and everything, also Skyward Sword for any of those who played that, the 
very specific way you slice and everything is mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know how you defeat the enemies and there's like an upgrade system and you know it's everything you'd want from Drinkbox with this the art style the sound just the atmosphere is fucking awesome it's sort of still has that like kind of day of the dead you know mexican yeah, yeah. type yeah. of atmosphere and i don't know i want to beat that really bad um so i think i'll beat that before i get back into persona probably yeah i bought several I, I still haven't played it yeah it's uh yeah i fucking love it i have it as well it's good it's a good game i agree <clears throat> um, with everything you said um so and then uncharted 2 i picked up again after a while and i played that a couple days ago and i Probably got halfway through the game now because you know pre-ordered, pre-ordered Uncharted Four through the fucking Amazon Prime discount. I mm-hmm. felt like I had to get it, <clears throat> even though I knew it'd be a while before I played it. You have it, Uncharted Four? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even I, know you got it. I didn't even pop it in the PS4 oh, yet because I wanted to finish two and three. So two, I'm maybe around halfway done. I'm trying to use a guide with the collectibles and just play it once through on normal with every collectible, and then I'll be done with the game. Move on to Uncharted Three, and then eventually Four. So. Still a big backlog, but I have it more narrowed down to certain games at this point. And um, that's pretty much my update. Question about Uncharted 4. Have you gotten spoiled yet by the ending? No. Okay. I'm glad to hear that because... (laughs) It's literally right there. Uncharted 4. Oh, shit, you're right. It's right there. Um, I'm glad you haven't gotten spoiled yet because I also haven't gotten spoiled yet. I probably shouldn't even have brought this up because now someone's going to spoil it in the comments. Um, We'll make you moderate. I'll murder you. Um, No! (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to get into yeah. it right now. I'm just glad that I haven't gotten spoiled because I thought that I was going to be able to get the game because it was going to get spoiled within a week, and it's yeah. been literally like two weeks, and I don't think I've gotten spoiled. So, well, maybe people aren't being chills because yeah, I've just I've stayed off of 4chan and I'm not going much on Reddit anyway. I've been on Neil Gaff Mark spoilers with uh, gotcha. Black Bar. So I've been on Reddit, I've been on 4chan, I've been everywhere, and I haven't gotten spoiled. Even comment sections of shit. Yeah. So. I mean, the only spoiled thing was that if I can say Nate. Plays, oh, Crash Bandicoot. He plays Crash Bandicoot. That's more of an Easter egg. On I PlayStation. It's a cool Easter egg, though. Yeah. If I didn't know about it, I would have been like, wow, this is kind of cool. But yeah. I saw like screenshots of it as well. I didn't know the game, but I had an idea of it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's my Games Played update. Okay. Uh, I'll go. So I... i got to go back a little bit. <clears throat> Persona 4 Dancing All Night. I've been playing that some more. I want to beat that, which is the main... I mean, it's not really an excuse, but what I've been telling myself why I haven't played Severed, I just... I don't know. Severed, like, looks interesting to me, and that's why I kind of bought it, but I don't know if I'm going to really like it. Mm. I don't know. But I felt like I had a Vita, and everyone's like, you have to buy this, you have a Vita, and I felt like a shill if I didn't buy it, so I bought it. And that's it. I mean, it's... it's, I'd say it's worth a shot. And if you don't like it, then you just... No, I'm definitely going to try it. I just... I haven't... I don't know. I haven't really been playing my Vita at all Mm -hmm. lately. Yeah, I have stuff to play. I just, I don't know. I've been busy with other things. Well, you guys will get into that very shortly. Yeah, uh, the new hotness. The new what? The new hotness. New hotness. He, yeah, we're gonna the new game. The big game. The oh, big cheese! Oh, everyone's oh. talking about. You know <laughs> the what I mean? Cheese. Um, but then, uh, much to everyone's surprise, I picked up the uh, Nathan Drake collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, still yes, somehow, <sighs> if you're new to the channel, whatever. Which, by the way, I paid a few subscribers. Thank you. Remember, when we get to 200, uh, you're going to have a nice little fucking shill fest, all right? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I picked up the Uncharted Collection, and um, I played one again. It, it To me, it really doesn't hold up that well. And, like, my opinion... Number one, I have to say my opinion hasn't changed for all three of them that much, even after I, I've beaten all three of them. So I played the first one. 
Yeah. The second one is the best one by far. And that's the general consensus, yeah, I believe. And, and when I played the third one, it was like a step down, like story story wise, gameplay wise, but like everything was like a step down from what two was. Like, mm-hmm. It's like somehow like backpedaled. But better than one. Better than one, but somehow backpedaled from two. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I still think Nathan Drake is not a, a great character. Like I, uh, well, the way that his character is in the cutscenes is like different than how he is in like the gameplay. Like I feel like he's more of a fun character in the gameplay because he's just that like fun and goofy, and like I feel like he's just different in the cutscenes like there's like some kind of disconnect between his character mm-hmm. for those two types of things that being sa- said i really like elena a lot which um you know you i don't know i really don't want to spoil it the other industry but she, everyone knows that she's in uncharted 4 obviously and from that one trailer they're together yeah so you know that they're together <clears throat> or at least they live together whatever uh and so i've started playing uncharted 4 and i want to buy it but Funds are slightly low now from other things. Fucking my car got shilled. Um, and did I you borrow rent- Brett's? What? Or did you borrow Brett's or is there a demo? No, I mean for Uncharted 4. Okay. And I, I rented it. Oh, oh, you rented it. Okay. Yeah, I rented it. And I know I, you played it, but I didn't know how you played it. Yeah, no, I rented it and I got about halfway through. Uh, number one, it's beautiful. Renting a game in 2016, by the way. Redbox. Kudos, dude. dude. <clears throat> I wasn't going to just... I, well, I... I mean, I could. Not a bad idea. I could have, but I didn't want to. You know, what I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's. Yeah. Rare. I w- I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I got about halfway through, and it's good. Like the story is excellent, and everyone that said you know you have to play the other three before you play this one, which is the main reason why I plowed through the other mm-hmm. three to get to this one because I thought I was going to like it more than the other ones, is absolutely right. Because even though I'm not like a, a huge fan of the other ones, there are a lot of. You know, homages References. to the other ones, yeah. like, and there's like very specific things. And I'm like, that's cool. I know that because I played this game. Like, I, I appreciate how they worked in there. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the story for this one is really kind of what they're focusing on more. Like, I'm on chapter ten right now, and I would say it's really just kind of starting to get into like gameplay now, like the normal gameplay, like running and going. That's what I've heard. <clears throat> yeah. From all accounts, that yeah. it gets more intense as you go in. Yeah, like there was a few like, firefights. Yeah, there was like a few segments towards the beginning of the game, but now it's I feel like it's going to start to get into that more, which is actually what I hate the most about the game, mm-hmm. uh, all the games. And I really enjoyed all the, all the story elements a lot more in this game, and I'm glad they focused on that and like gave a lot of element. So I like this game more than the other ones already, just for that. And I'm excited to see the ending. So and uh, yeah, the other game is. Uh, Overwatch, <clears throat> which we got, which we're going to get into more in a minute, but I'll let Brett go first. All right, so I don't know how long it's been since we uh, last did the podcast. I, I don't remember when exactly, so I don't know what games I've played and which ones yeah. I haven't mentioned or whatever. Um, but I'll go back to the beginning as well. Um, Ratchet and Clank, I got that for P- uh, PS4. Oh, Dark Souls 3. And Dark Souls 3, I which Dark you Souls also got, yeah. Um, yeah, so Dark Souls 3, I played a lot of that. Ratchet and Clank, I still haven't even beaten, but uh, Dark Souls... Three, I've beaten twice, and I'm close to getting the <coughs> trophy, which is what I'm really working towards yeah. right now. Uh, I got severed, just like you, uh, Stephen, and kind of like you, Josh. I haven't played much of it. Mm. I'm at. I think I'm actually at the same. Yeah, I thought you said we were yeah. like we're in. There's a dungeon where there's portals to other areas. Yeah, yeah. I've played it enough to know the gist of it, like you. I just don't think I've personally played as much as I thought I was going to at this point in time, and I wish I could play it more. Um, I just don't play Mavita as much, especially because the main game that I've been playing lately is Overwatch, Josh just mentioned. And uh, Overwatch is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's been taking up my time. Even just the beta 
what was it two weeks before the game came out? Yeah, we haven't we didn't get to talk about it then because we didn't <coughs> do a podcast either. Right. But the even beta, beta everything that the main game has exactly, and even that was enough to like hold my attention over Dark Souls three. <laughs> and then for about two weeks, I played Dark Souls three nonstop because I was waiting for Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And now, right. yeah, That's what you said. Dark Souls three was good. Yeah. I uh, I like the, the narrative is my fa- like this is my favorite narrative at any Souls game. I still haven't played the first one, so kill me. Yeah, um, or Demon Souls, but out of like two and Bloodborne. This one has the best narrative. I I still say that I think I like the gameplay better in Dark Souls 2 because it's a little slower, which is more of my alley. But this kind of finds like a really nice middle ground between Dark Souls 2 and like super fast like Bloodborne. Yeah. And I, I like the sword and shield combat and I like heavy Havel armor and like strength builds and stuff like that, which Bloodborne's lacking. Mm-hmm. Like you can do a strength build, but it's like you can't do sword shield unless you use the little fucking wooden shield. That's yeah. just basically just a fuck you. There's no space. point in using shield. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's it. Yeah, continuing with Overwatch, that's going to kind of be our first topic, if you will. Yeah, our shield pick. So, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be like leaning over, but we have a fucking shield set up right now. So this is what you get. Uh, <clears throat> so, when Overwatch came out, it started being like just an overwhelmingly high amount of really good reviews, like just. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it's one of the highest nine games of the year. <clears throat> Eight and stuff like that. But then I was on the Overwatch subreddit and there was this thread with like just people posting these links to articles about how the game should be free to play. So the numerous re- reviews suggest that a free to play model would fit better with this style of game. Mm-hmm. And I start to get triggered because number one, I com- I completely disagree yeah. with that point. But before I get into that, let me give you one example. Jed Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Okay reviewed the game for CG Magazine. Let me read you the quote from him. If you are looking for a solid hero-based multiplayer shooter that is far closer to Team Fortress 2 than the MOBA genre, you'll probably dig it. However, the leveling system and microtransactions are set up like a free-to-play game. Now, he did give the game an 8 out of 10, but... I Which was the lowest review at that time. <clears throat> it's true. There's An 8's not bad at all. So. No. no. But his this point, if this is why he's knocking the game... I'm sorry, you're wrong. Yeah, I agree. You're wrong. So let, let's break this down. He said the leveling system and microtransactions are the leveling system. Yeah. So, so instead of having like a rank, like a character progression <clears throat> based, he's saying like this overarching level system where you just level up, level up, level up, and you well, get that's the what loot. What COD box. is? Yeah, you unlock things though as you go in COD. I think he's saying he's like simple. He's saying it's really simplified, and you unlock these these loot crates every level. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't either. Number one, all the DLC that's ever going to come out with this game, ever, is free. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're paying 60, 40 or 60, 40 if you're on PC for that one thing, or $60 in general, for all the DLC to be free. All characters, all maps, everything, free. Okay? Loot boxes, you get one every time you level up. Okay? You don't need to fucking buy loot boxes if you don't want to. And they're just for cosmetic items. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you want to, you can buy more loot boxes. And there's nothing wrong with that, because it's literally all cosmetic. And that doesn't bother me. Their model for that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me at all. It's not like the game's fucking broken, or the game's not finished, and you're paying to like fix the game or finish the game. Okay. Let me... Cosmetic DLC in general doesn't bother me at all. Because yeah. yeah. you don't need to do it. Let me break this down. So, Overwatch. <clears throat> when you level up, like you said, you get a loot box, and in the loot box, it's just cosmetic items. Right. You can buy the uh, cosmetic items with coins. Right. And these coins aren't purchasable 
in with microtransaction currency. Right. You have to get these coins in the loot boxes. Right. Or you just get the thing in the loot box. Or you could just buy a yeah, or you could just get the item in a loot box or you can buy the loot box with real money. Right. But what I'm saying is there's no microcurrency. You can't buy the gold with your with with right. real money. You can't use real money to get fake money. Right. The only microtransaction is the game is for the loot box. Exactly. And the loot boxes are obtained in the game normally and it's just cosmetic items. Yeah. You don't have to buy you don't have to buy anything if you don't, anything ever mm-hmm. if you don't want to. You're going to get all the characters for free, all the new maps for free, everything, all the game modes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything is for that is going to be free updates, okay. and that is fueled by the loot box purchasing with real money. Right now, let's do the inverse of that. If this was a free to play game, you would be paying for all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you'd be paying for all that every and character. Yeah, and eventually you'd pay more than the sixty dollar price point. So they're reversing it, and I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. If this. it was free to play, you would have to you'd get you know four characters that recycle every week, and you would have to buy every other character. Right. First of all, that splits the pay- player base because some people have more OP characters than the other. Even though Overwatch is a very balanced game, and there are no OP characters, there are characters that you need to counter other characters. Right. If you're getting wrecked, like absolutely wrecked by a Bastion on the other team because that person bought it, and there's no Genji in the rotation, and you don't have money to buy a Genji, your team is fucked. And that's all it is. Plain and simple. Yeah. You can't... If you want to be free to play, you can't do that. It, it makes... It splits the player base. It's, it, you can't do it. It doesn't work like that. No. And that being said, everyone complaining that there's not enough content or whatever like that. I disagree completely. Number one, there's 11 maps. There's something like that. It's, it's upwards of, of 8. There's a good amount of maps, and there is a fucking ridiculous onslaught of characters yeah. already. Like, available. The game is extremely balanced for each class. Each class has their own fucking shit that is great. And, I mean, we've we've sunk a, a lot of time into You more than me. Yeah. We've sucked so many hours into this already. Like... I'm level 31, you're level... I'm level, like, 16. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't... I also got the game a couple of days late. I played it hardcore the first yeah. couple of days. That makes sense. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you've probably sunk... You've sunk what in the actual game? We've, we've probably hours? put 25 right. hours into the beta, at yeah. least. Yeah. And now you've probably put at least that much into that. Yeah. So you've probably put a good 50 hours in the game altogether. I'm sure. Something like you that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is what it would take you to beat, like, a normal game. You know what I mean? Like a regular game. Like a Dark Souls, Dark yeah. Souls fucking 3 took me less time to beat than this game. Yeah. Or it's like 60 hours. Not beat, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, I really don't understand this argument at all. And people knocking it for not being free-to-play makes no sense. Yeah, that's perplexing, because... I guess not to play devil's advocate, but I'm not sure in that quote he actually advocates free-to-play. I think he just states he says that it, it looks m- like it. the model somewhat similar. And yeah. I guess by virtue of a, there being a presence of microtransaction, it's free-to-play. In which case, he's, he's almost every multiplayer game is free-to-play then. Yeah. But I mean, every, every look, way, at, look at has a free-to-play model. Look at yeah. Destiny. Destiny has the same thing. Destiny yeah. has microtransactions that you can use to get current. Or I don't know if they have microcurrency. They do, silver. <coughs> they do. Yeah. So you can buy microcurrency in Destiny. No, the microtransactions in Destiny are getting more and more business. And you can buy micro, the cosmetic items as well. Right, but then you also have to buy extensions of the game, yeah. and packs, and new whatever. Listen, this game is set up for a very long lifespan, and the fact that it's $60 now, and you get everything else free is perfect. Yeah. They're not going to split the... I keep... I really want to nail the hammer on this thing, because, like... You, you can't split the player base in a game like this. And by releasing a character that's paid DLC, certain people will be locked out of this character, and that fucks the balancing of the game. Because I'm right. sure they're going to nerf certain characters when a new character comes out. Right. 
And that fucks everyone that doesn't have this character. Unless then they added the fucking in-game currency, and then you could either earn that by playing a game in a fucking abysmal long, really long time, or you fucking pay real money to I'm get fine. that. To I'm fine that. with the loot boxes, and I think that the loot boxes and the cosmetic items uh, really give me the, the drive to want to keep playing it, yeah. if anything. That's what makes me want to play They don't even it. bother me. Like, when I get a, it's, it's not like, there's this skin. I want this skin right now. I'm going to go fucking buy 50 million loot boxes. Mm-hmm. For me, it's not like that. The Getting that stuff is supplemental, and it's cool, and I have it. I can't even fucking see it when I play yeah, it. I so what say, the fuck do I give a shit about it? doesn't shove it down your throat. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I can't fucking see it at all. Yeah, some, you're in first person, so you some don't of the, see your skin. Some of the, like, the legendary skins or whatever, they like change certain things about the character, but what the fuck do I care? It doesn't change the way the character see, plays. I do care about that kind of stuff, and I work for it, but here's the thing. You just have to, like, you get lucky, and... I play because I want to get a loot box, and when I get a loot box, I'm either hoping for a legendary skin or for the currency, the gold, because I can buy whatever skin I want with the gold. Yeah. You just have to wait. But you don't need it. I've saved my coins since the first day the game came out because I want a legendary skin, and the specific one. And guess what? I'm at 960. I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm fucking happy. I'm thrilled. You need 1,000? Yeah. Yeah, 1,000. So... I mean, this is ridiculous. If there's one thing that needs to change about the game, it's that when you're in a fucking... When you group together with someone, like people in the party in the beginning, then you go into a game, and then if you need to leave that game, it shouldn't fucking disband your party immediately. It should put you all back in the same lobby. That's what they need to fix, and that's the only thing that they need to fix. We're on console. PlayStation is, 4 specifically. This is, yeah. this is fixed on PC. This is not an issue, I don't yeah. believe, on, on PC. Well, they need to fix it on PS4. Yeah. I'm gonna. I, I might get it on PC as well. Since I heard that it runs like for every yeah, every yeah. computer runs it or whatever. Yeah. So I'm final. Just, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I'm just intrigued why people want it to be free to play. Who would want? I assume they're PC players because you can't you can't give a physical free to play game. That's like impossible. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone would have to download Overwatch digitally, and I just don't think free to play on consoles is like feasible. And now I don't. I thought there was talks that at first this game was going to be free to play only on PC. And when I, at least the way I remember it is when it was announced on consoles, it was announced with the thing there was this Origins edition and you'd pay $60 and that's the console version by default. So I think, I don't know, that probably is going to help them. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see NPD numbers for May of what type, whatever. I don't know if there's a way to differentiate like what system mm. or platform Overwatch sold the most on. I, I, they probably I'd will. probably guess... I, I think it breaks I'd it down. guess PC will sell the most, but then it'll probably be PS4, just because the install base is larger mm. than Xbox One's. Yeah. But it's going to be number one that month, I can fucking... Yeah. Almost yeah. guarantee. I mean, the based way off the, what I've seen with the marketing. Yeah, and, they advertised the shit out of it, and the marketing campaign for it was fucking brilliant. People were caring about these characters and everything like that before the fucking game came out. The lore that they put out, all the fucking the uh, the CG trailers, the CG trailers yeah. which they put a lot of work into this lore. I mean, those fucking trailers are slick, and then they go make the fucking Warcraft trailer that makes me want to fucking poke my eyes out, mm-hmm. and I couldn't just. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. they've put. A lot of work in this game, and I think the game is well worth sixty dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say final final opinions on the game. I say go get it, hundred percent. If you have, if you're sitting on the fence because someone said it has MOBA elements, that person was an idiot. The game has literally zero MOBA elements. This is the first person. It has one MOBA element. The ultimate. No, the the uh, abilities, how they activate. Yeah, which would be exactly like a MOBA. And that's been in first person shooters before, where you have abilities and you use it. There's no. It's not like a MOBA at all. It's an FPS with abilities that you push one button and then there's a cooldown on it once you use it. Um, I say go get it if you're a fan of FPSs and games like Team Fortress 2. That's all I have to say.
Alright. So, <clears throat> Persona 5 has a release date for Japan. Asterisk. So I don't know about the fucking US. It's September 15th. What the fuck happened here? It's September 15th uh, in Japan. Uh, and again, no, no fucking release date for uh, United States. Of this year, it should be said. Yeah. It's not 2017. Sorry. 2016. Uh, we got a new trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, the release date was at the end of the new trailer. The new trailer was fucking slick. Uh, we got, what was it, three new characters in the trailer we saw? I believe so. Yeah, three new characters, three all new bays. Yeah, all, all girls. Um, I don't even remember. I don't think there was really much anything else new in the trailer. A lot of new gameplay. Well, new gameplay, sure. but I mean, like, as um, far as, like, reveal things. Bosses were revealed. I, I would assume they're bosses. Um, you know, the, the guy with the... He has, like, the, the crown on, and he, yeah. he's, like, naked or whatever. Yeah, the trailer was good again. I mean... Yeah, a really good trailer. We're really late with this news, so... Yeah. We haven't talked about anything in weeks but, on the cast, But so. we love the cast, the casting couch. Yeah. But we love Persona, so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and we it is confirmed that we are going to hear some stuff at E3. I don't know if it's going to be on stage for Sony. I, I heard that mm-hmm. Sony's going to have it there, but I... I they don't play a trailer there. I, I want it to be on stage, but I just, I don't know. It's a strong PlayStation exclusive title. They should put it on the stage. Why would I, they put it on stage? I know. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like they wouldn't put it on stage. I'm wafting in my prediction list, which next week is going to be the prediction special. Oh, yeah. forgot about that. It's true. E3 hub train. We should have showed that out I need beginning. a fucking soundboard with it train horn, dude. Oh um, but Careful, dude. might yeah. fucking break my computer. <laughs> but I'm debating... <laughs> I'm debating on whether to say that will be, you know, on Sony's stage and out this year, or out 2017, but still on their stage? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, and we'll get more into it We would week, all be super-duper hype if it was on their stage. Yeah. If it was on their stage, and if it came out December of this year? That'd Even if it's time. the same trailer, just with English, I'd be yeah. fine. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I want it out this year. Even if it's the first trailer, I don't care. If they announce a demo, I'm done, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll literally walk off the stream. <laughs> oh my God. I'll go home and download it on my PS4 <laughs> and come back, dude. That's how. I'll, that's what it will happen, honestly. We should just all bring our PS4s here. We should <laughs> get Overwatch and play bad. this. It's not a bad idea. Uh, Ooh, we should do Overwatch in between each fucking conference, dude. We could stream. Yeah. Mm, me off. Um, not a bad idea. Uh... But yeah, I think if it is going to be released this year, it'll be December. That seems about... They need like three months to localize it about, right? So yeah. Or they've already been unlocalizing, and they, but they still need that extra time. Yeah. I think we'll get a December or January. I really hope December, because then we'll be on winter break, and then it'll be fucking slick. And just Ooh, play it all play that. winter break, dude. Just play that, <laughs> and I'll fucking morph into my chair. I hope it snows <laughs> in, dude, and I'll just sit there with my blanket over my head fucking... Man, what are you on your Vita, dude? <laughs> no, I just like the controller so much, i got to look at it when I play. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's really there hasn't been much. Of, uh, I can't talk. Hasn't been anything else really about it. Um, but that trailer was huge, and I, that's all we're going to get to E3. I, I, mm-hmm. And we'll see what we get at E3, and if it's on Sony stage. I hope it is. If they're smart, they put it on stage. Because if they don't, we're going to fucking assess. Like I'm saying, everyone, it's a, it's an exclusive. If they don't put it on the stage, they're killing themselves. Yeah, it's and it's popular. Like Persona is popular, and well, they can the make West. it popular by putting it on the stage. <laughs> Yeah, sway some people, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be some normies that watch it, and they're like, "What is this fucking Japanese shit?" But yeah. then we're like, "Yes, let's it's, go." It's growing in popularity, though. Persona in the West. Mm-hmm. So if they're smart, they would yeah. do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Shil Sona, suck me off. All right. So No Man's Sky. This game, this beautiful game that was supposed to come out when the PS4 came out, still not out. It was supposed to come out when the PS4 came out, or whatever around then. 
No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was at E3, like the year after. The, the, I just said the year after. I corrected myself. It was at E3. Yeah, it was the year after. Last year. It should have came out that year. No. What? <laughs> Whatever. It was announced a long time ago. It was E3 is what I'm getting at. And then what I'm getting at is we just got a fucking release date a couple weeks ago, June 21st, whatever the fuck ago. it is. Whatever. It was and now, ago. Whatever. And now it's not coming out till August, dude. It's fucking delayed again. So all I can say is fucking good job, Sony. Fuck yourselves. I don't want the game anymore. Alright, Josh has been bitter about No Man's Sky for months. It's coming out August 9th, and guess what? This fucking vast universe, millions and fucking billions of planets, right? So many fucking planets to explore, you can do so many fucking things. There's no fucking multiplayer, dude. You can't fucking play with your friends, there's no matchmaking. I'm sorry, there is multiplayer, but there's no matchmaking. You wanna play with your friends? Good, fucking find them, one in ten billion people. Have fun. Fuck you. <laughs> While I think that No Man's Sky would be a great game to play with you, Josh... Um, yeah, I'm going to get it for a single player experience. Good, and you can have fun. Alone, because games can be single and player. And you're playing alone. And you know what? You're not going to find me in the universe anywhere. It's not in this, in this, uni- in this game, yeah. in this universe that we live in, you can play a game single player and everything's fine. Yeah, so. but this game makes sense to have multiplayer in it or matchmaking in it with your friends. This would be the perfect fucking game. If I was to fucking go introduce what matchmaking is... For somebody that didn't know what matchmaking is, if I didn't think this, I'd say, I'd take this game to him and be like, hey, this game is something that can have matchmaking. You have this whole fucking huge universe, billions of planets. You guess what? You can play with your fucking friend. You can find them. You don't have to fucking go shill around and be a cuck. Mm. It's right. coming out August 9th now, by the way, if I didn't mention that. You mentioned that. Great. Killed me. And let's, let's talk about something. So it was pushed back, and Sean Murray, the founder of Hello Games, I believe he's the founder, yeah. Um, he came out and he, he made this blog post. Well, actually, the blog post followed a couple of days after the... There was like a news There was leak. a Kotaku report yeah. about it being delayed a couple months. So, you know, Sean Murray came out and he did the PlayStation blog post and he said, Hey, it's delayed. We're working on something special. Hopefully uh, matchmaking. It sounded like he was talking about something secret, something new that he's adding to VR. the game. But he didn't confirm that. He could just be talking about the game itself. Yeah. Um, but he did say something special. They're adding ten billion. New They're working planets, on something special. I think on. it. I think it was. We're working on something special, and I think yeah. that could either be the game itself or yeah. something new for the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean Murray. It's not his fault. We talk about it all the time. We me, love. We love Sean that. Murray here. I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at. I, I guarantee you, 100. percent It's Sony's fault. That's it. But it's Sean Murray's fault. The game's the. No. Well, yeah, but it's Sony's fault. They shouldn't have had a release date. I, I mean, it's Sean Murray's fault. The game doesn't have matchmaking, though. You don't care. But you're not mad at him. No. I'm just mad, mad at, the at Sony enti- for that. I'm, no, I'm mad at the entity of the game not having it. And if it's Sha- if that was Sean Murray's call, then I'm sorry. I gotta knock you one down, Sean Murray. But anyway, um, never. No, I'm not mad at him for. I think Sony pushed the release date on them hard because people were, have been sucking them off for fucking years about this game. Sony's probably given them a lot of resources to help finish the game. Yeah, so they they need the game done. And then Sean Murray probably wasn't necessarily ready to do that release date. He might not have felt totally comfortable. I guarantee they were going back and forth, and Sony's like, "Hey, we want the game out in fucking May, dude." Do you yeah, remember when we first saw gameplay? Not like the tr- not when we, he first announced. Do you remember the first gameplay we saw? Yeah, there it was so more much more primitive than it is, like the IGN first than the IGN first yeah, that we saw. I know. So like the game was still being fucking made. I know, but I guarantee you, Sony. I'm agreeing with it, you. It, I know. Is Hello Games first party? No. Because they made Joe Danger. Joe Danger was on Xbox. All right, well, then it's not Shoes' fault. So they fucking sat down. (laughs) Shoes in charge of first-party studios. Okay. So whoever it is sat down from Sony and Josh just wants to know who fucking did it. And was like, all right, listen to me, Sean fucking Murray. (coughs) I need you to have this game out in May. Can you do that? And he's like, uh, I don't... 
I don't think we can do I that. I mean, if you want to. I like, mean, I, I just, I, I just, I don't. All right, bottom line, when can you have the sure, game out? Sure, it's like, I don't know, it. maybe I can have it out in, like, January of next year. All right, all right, no, we need the game, we need the game in June. Can you do June, beginning of June? He's like, I don't know if I can fucking do the beginning of June. You're a fucking <laughs> chill. You're, you're really, you're really fucking cuffing me right now. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right, end of June, June 21st. That's a Tuesday. I think that was the original day, wasn't it? June? All right, that, yeah. that's the day that we need it. You got it? Good. All right, fuck you. Get out. Here's more money. Take it. Go. Finish it. And he's like, all right, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Get the fuck out of my office. Sean, okay. you have to leave now. Andrew okay. Layton. That's who's doing it. Right? Sean Layton. Whatever. I don't fucking care. He's Kill head me. of SEA. Yeah, SEA yeah. America. Whoever's in charge of PSVR, that's who did it. I'll tell you that right now. And then yeah. and then he was working on it, right? And he's fucking there bleeding his little fucking fingers in his whole studio. They're trying to fucking code as fast as they fucking can, dude. They can't fucking do it, dude. They can't do it. And then their fingers broke. And then he fucking went to Sony with band-aids on his fingers, right? And the fucking wrapped up. He's like, I can't do it by June 21st, guys. I can't get it out. And then they were like, all right, fuck you, dude. When do you fucking want this game out? He's like, I gotta move it to August, guys. August 9th. I can't do it before then. And that's it. But... <laughs> Fuck you, son. We have to say that PSVR is probably the reason this game is being pushed back. And that why they want it. Why they want it so early. They That's want it my out. hunch. They want it before Back when, uh, PSVR. When, yeah, they want day one PSVR. Like, this patch for No Man's Sky will be out. And it'll work flawlessly with VR. Yeah, but back when um, way, shape, or form. Kevin uh, from Kind of Funny interviewed uh, Sean, Sean Murray... He said that it was something that they, like, this would work well, like, they'd be interested in, but it's not something they're necessarily working on. Like, he didn't really say that they were going it's to in, do that. It's in VR. Um, no, I would, I would we'll find out that. at E3. I'm and that's another thing. Guaranteed. E3, they wouldn't have much more time to talk about it before it came out if they did it, if they wanted to talk about it at E3. Because um, June 21st is a, a week after E3. Yeah. So now they have months after E3 to talk about, or a month before the game comes out to talk about E3. No Man's Sky at E3. Um, so... Third time's the charm. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have to say. Well, did we want to talk about... Speaking of Sean oh, Murray? Yeah. Good points. That's what, I was waiting for that. I was I, waiting. Okay. Listen, dude, I had a You're strip. so mad about Sean Murray I'm and Sony. I'm fucking hot right now, dude. You're so upset about um, Sean Murray, you can't even fucking... Yeah, so, listen, as cute as Sean Murray is, I don't know how people are doing this, but he's getting death threats. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? So Sean Murray, Death threats? he made a Twitter post and he said he had to uh, put some cardboard boxes up at Hello Game Studio or something like that. For protection or, or something. pillows, yeah. So the guy, not, not necessarily fearing for his life, but he's he's getting death threats. And regardless, this this man shouldn't be getting death threats. Number one, it's a fucking game. No one should be getting death threats over a fucking video game. Except when you do Sarkeesian. Well, ha- that is the opinion of Josh Toll, not of Haptikinto. Yeah. Just let that be known. Yeah, it's opinion of Haptikinto. <laughs> Just let that be known that I didn't do anything. Anyway, um, so no one deserves to get death threats in general, but death threats over a video game is fucking abysmal, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So it's no, it's ridiculous. If you are sending death threats to someone over a video game, you're the scum of the earth. Now it's a whole nother thing to send death threats to my main man, Sean Murray at Hello Games. That doesn't fucking fly with me. I mean, like it's one thing to like just fucking say it offhand, and it's another well, thing that's to fucking. You. Yeah, but there's another thing to fucking actually, like, take the time and type it up and fucking send it to the person, dude. Are you kidding me? You should fucking kill yourself for that. If you don't have No Man's Sky out, I will kill you and your family. Like, something like that yeah. is, you should be fucking, you should not, you I'm, should kill yourself, it. I'm dude. sorry to company. Anyone that sends you a death threat, you fucking contact me. I send them a death threat in return, alright? That's it. 
Contact me, hapticintel.gmail.com. Like, I know it says, <laughs> I know it's probably just messages offhand, like, it's just like, kill yourself, my man, like, stuff what we say as a joke, and they're probably joking too, but like, if this guy seriously... Some of probably serious, though. Yeah, and if he got enough of them, he probably seriously feared for his life for a couple of minutes, maybe, I don't know. Oh, it's ridiculous, it's fucking abysmal, anyone that does that should just stop, that's not okay. It's not Sean's Murray's fault, I guarantee you, it's like... Even if it was! Whatever! Even if it was it's Sean so Murray's it. fault. It's your fault for being a fucking cuck. Yeah. Even if it was Sean's fault... You don't send the guy death threats, especially based on his personality and who he is. I mean, no way. He's making this fucking obviously fantastic looking game, you know, without matchmaking. But he's still making this game. It's going to be like fucking groundbreaking in a lot of aspects. It's going to be like, and that's why people. I are feel excited. like it's going to be like the new Minecraft. And that's why people are excited for it. They want this. It's, it's it is groundbreaking, like you said. Yeah. And they want it, and he's delaying it. So, and he's the one that made the blog post because Sony probably made him stand out in front of the fucking limelight again. And he's fucking shaking up there, and he's fucking. I don't want to do this, guys. They made him. But. You shouldn't be receiving death threats. No one making a game should be receiving death threats. Especially him. Or any art medium, for that matter. Yeah. It's literally entertainment. They're making it to fucking entertain you. Sometimes things are good, sometimes things are bad. They don't fucking deserve to die for it. Alright? Alright. Otherwise, they can't make it. You literally yeah. can't even have it. Yeah, except That's the other thing. It's, not, it's illogical as well as, like, fucking tasteless. Good point. Yeah. I yeah. hope, I hope, I hope you die fucking, so I can't play your game. I hope all the feminists fucking shit down my throat for saying that, too. Well, so we moved on past that, and you're bringing well, it up. I'm still, fucking stuck so. on it, dude. I'm stuck on her existing. All right. But, so yeah, it's just... That's abysmal, and that raises a larger issue of... No one should fucking receive death threats in the gaming or media. Unless Josh is saying them. No, listen. Listen, I, I say it offhand. I don't actually mean any of it. I just fuck... Sometimes I get out of control, dude. And my fucking switch flips, and that's it. And I don't know who I am anymore, and I go. And then that's, that's it. That's maybe what happened to these people. <laughs> they were so excited for the game, and then... Yeah, but their Switch, the Switch, Switch has no chill, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, some people, like, I bet there was one that was like, where does Sean Murray live? Like, yeah. here's a picture of your house. Like, yeah. I'll fucking send something there. It's like, even if you don't actually do that, it's like, you know. You still took the time to do that, so yeah. it's yeah. kind of like a, a alarming. It's abysmal. Yeah, it's abysmal. It's the word of the fucking year. I bet it was Adam Bismal sending that message <laughs> to him. Adam dude. Bismal. Oh, my God. But, yo, Sean Murray's cute. I bet his hands are fucking... He can't even fucking code right now, dude. Sony fucked him. They're in casts. I bet you. Bigger hands than Donald fucking Trump, I'll tell you that. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck Donald Cook. I fucking love Sean Murray. Alright. Anything else on Sean Murray? <laughs> no. Say for Sean Murray. Alright, Sean Murray. Alright, Sean Murray. So, Brett, go ahead. You do this one. This is your baby. You say the first part, because you were right. Listen, everyone. Potentially right. A few days ago, me and Josh are at my place, and we're just, you know, chilling on the computer, writing down ideas for Haptic Intel, as we always did. It's all we do, so. We were sitting there writing ideas for Haptic Intel, and all of a sudden, I am on Facebook, because I was doing research for Haptic Intel on Facebook, and I saw a link, a video, and I it interested me, so I clicked on it, and it's this phone, dude. It's this Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge phone and it's slick and it's black and gold and when he took it out of the box dude it had the batman logo on it and i was like whoa that's fucking nice you know what it was it was the samsung galaxy edge s7 edge injustice edition and i was like injustice why the fuck are you doing an injustice edition that game came out 90 years ago and then i remembered injustice was insanely popular on the mobile phone on the mobile phones with the shitty version where you just tap the screen right and then they pulled out 
the phone and they're start they're playing Injustice on it. And yeah. I was like, this game's like ninety years old. What are you doing? Okay. And I was like, wait. What if this means Injustice Two is on the way? E three is coming up. What if they're going to announce Injustice Two? God's among everyone at E three. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll talk about it on the podcast. Literally mere moments before we set everything up for this podcast, Stephen Heaven Street sends, you know, <coughs> gives us this notice that a back a Neo Gaff user named Backflip. I'm trying to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says that he has an insider from. So he he linked to this French French blogging website. Ooh. Okay, but for some reason the the guy linked to the post and said this is according to a source from Backflip. Um, so I don't know if it's actually from that NeoGAF poster or if that NeoGAF poster just happened to find this website that somehow has a source about said Injustice sequel. So anyway, yeah. Backflip <laughs> said that Injustice Two. Is in development for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and you can expect it May of 2017. And it's going to be announced between now and E3. Yeah, it'll be at E3. So your boy Brett was right. It's just not on. It's not documented that I was right. So, so you don't know you're right. So he's wrong. So I'm wrong. But uh, Injustice 2. Hashtag Brett was wrong. Might be coming out. And I just wanted to point that out. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go search Galaxy S7 Edge uh, Injustice Edition, and you'll see this slick phone. Yeah. I actually and, didn't yeah. know it was Injustice Edition. You just <laughs> talked about there was a Batman, and then. I don't know if you said there was a Superman one, but I thought it might have been for I the, thought there the was, film but that came I don't out. think there was. Okay. Yeah. I thought there I thought Yeah, and Justice so. Edition makes it much more plausible. Yeah. Yeah. So go check that out. I don't think it's been mentioned anywhere, so maybe we'll put this in the fucking NeoGAF post and everyone will be like, Wow, Brett found more evidence. Wow, backflip. Wow. So Brett already has one point on the predictions tally. I don't know how we're gonna do that yet. We'll get a nice whiteboard. If we want to do a point system, we gonna get a whiteboard? For the E3 uh, prediction special? We have a whiteboard? Yeah, we'll do that. You have a whiteboard? Oh, we have a whiteboard? I don't. We have a whiteboard? No. I'm sure my little sister does. So whiteboard? No, I'm just going to borrow it. Yeah. Let's get a fucking little tykes whiteboard. It's not little tykes. I don't care. I want little tykes. You don't need... Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, well, Excel spreadsheet's not very cosmetic, but... No, but it's fucking... The whiteboard could be nice with the stream. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have it up and like right we fucking here. just... We lug it out and we fuck it. <laughs> You know, we really make a tally mark when uh, As it's right, fucking, rub it in. Yeah. Literally rub it in. Erase the fucking yeah. whiteboard with our face. Yeah. Alright, let's move on. You want to jizz on me? Indie Intel is a segment where we talk about games and... Yeah, so moving on to uh, Indie Intel, a.k.a. Indie Schmecktel, as I wrote my fucking rundown here. Mm-hmm. Um, Indie Intel is a segment here on Aptocast where we talk about indie games um, to bring spotlight to them. And uh, games that look good, and uh, they're good. Yeah. Indie games that are good, they spice up the gaming market. You can connect with it more, you can connect with developers more. Indie games are nice, and I like to support small groups of people that are making games that they want to, telling stories that they want to. Indie games deserve some spotlight. Indie Intel, aka Indie Schmecktel, as I wrote my fucking rundown here. Um, Indie Intel is a segment here on Aptocast where we talk about indie games um, to bring spotlight to them. And uh, games that look good, and uh, they're good. Yeah. No, but it's really just to fucking remove the negativity that surrounds indie games and to give spotlight. I just realized this is an indie game. What? This isn't an indie game. Alright, then we're not doing it. (laughs) Alright, skip it. It's a AAA game. I forgot that it was called Indie Intel. Well, I mean, how do we base it on the size of the people? You can connect with them more. <laughs> connect with the developers more. I mean, because there's like not... It said nine developers, right? I mean, they, they have background. It's not like these guys are starting yeah. in a garage. 
Well, All right. Why well, don't we say it's a smaller? We can talk about. Yeah. It. It's kind of indie. Yeah. So this game. What's indie anyway? Indie's fucking ubiquitous for everything, dude. Yeah. So this game is, not quote unquote necessarily indie, no. but it's a smaller shill game of a schmeck. Now, if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know us, I concur. Then you don't understand and diagrams, that, dude. Shill, <laughs> schmeck, and yeah. I don't know what's in the middle. All three of us. You have the urban the middle. You have the urban dictionary. Shill and schmeck. If you don't know. Um, yeah. And you have to understand our phrase. Well, shill, shill is more known than schmeck. Yeah. Right? So shill means it's you fucking you you shill out the shit like you, you're like a cuck. <laughs> That's also one. This is fucking abysmal. <laughs> All right, a shill is when you're you're like talking about something a lot and you're trying to like sell it to someone yeah, almost. You shill it out. You try to fucking yeah, shill it out. Yeah, like Overwatch. Like yeah. I'm shilling it to you all by yeah. telling you to go buy Overwatch. And then a schmeck. Could, I think the schmeck has two kind of. It could be things. anything. Schmeck could be like like one like money like mm-hmm. schmeck. Yeah. Or schmeck could also be like like schmeckles like, like schmeckles or like something like well, small like a little schmeck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like if you have a little bit of schmutz right. on your. Face. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's the currency issue. Like a little bit of schmutz. <laughs> you caught a schmeck. <laughs> oh my god! Reminds me that show the fucking nanny, dude. Mm. Why? Do you remember specifically? It was. Why does it remind you of that? The Nick at Night commercial. She's like, you got a little schmutz on your thing. <laughs> Fran Drescher herself. Oh my dude. god, she's a pistol. <laughs> Her fucking voice is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's start. She. F- okay, so what I. I said you. I only remember what I said. They're fucking a little shield Alright. <laughs> They're a smaller studio, a smaller grouping of people from, called Mad Mind Studio. They've announced their first game, Agony, and it's in development for both PS4 and Xbox One, and it's going to be released in 2017. It's currently, Mad Mind Studio is currently comprised of nine developers with experience on games such as The Division, Witcher 3, Sniper Ghost Warrior 2, among many others, and not too much other information has been revealed, and, uh... This I want This article comes from what the fuck is the Game Zone? Game right? Zone. That's where we're getting this information from. So the game is a first-person survival horror set in hell. According to the game's official site, we awaken hell as a tormented soul with no recollection of our past. We do possess a certain ability to control and manipulate other demons along our journey, and soon discover there is only one way to escape hell: the Red Goddess. So, initially, why this game stood out to me is because of the like it has a really unique setting, like being in hell. Like for a horror game, yeah, I have a lot of doom. Like it's doom mm. without the guns. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's more yeah. horror. Right. Yeah, because doom's not very much horror. And the settings, obviously, like demons yeah. and shit but, everywhere. Based but, off the trailer we saw. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now there's not a ton of gameplay, or whatever. But there's a lot yeah. of uh, knowledge going, like people talking about it. Of, yeah, they're shilling the information. Yeah, and there was in-game footage. I guess that was right. It was the intro. I was Unreal Engine yeah. Four, so it looks like, of course. That was the yeah. intro cinematic. Now let me yeah. let me mention one thing about the cinematic trailer. The intro, a lot of hands. Catch that? A lot of hands yeah. in there. Yeah, even that whole thing when he's going down and there's like yeah, the a lot fucking... of hands, dude. A lot of them. I don't. It's gonna be a hands-on experience. Yeah. Ooh. I just want to point that out. a lot of them. Like they were just like hands everywhere. That's yeah, what we they want. They're really showing out the hands. Yeah. A little <laughs> schmeck of a hand. You can wipe the little fucking schmutz off your face. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> just a little hand comes up. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Ugh! But the the, uh, the trailer was edgy, as Hideo Kojima mm. would put it. Dude, I fucking watched. You know the Kojima tube or the Hideo tube, whatever his YouTube channel, yeah. Kojima Productions. 
number one, those videos are pretty good. You should watch them if you don't. They talk about movies. Yeah. But he always fucking, when he's describing this new game, he says he wants it to be edgy, dude. And I know he means that in, like, in a separate way yeah. from what we think he means. Yeah. I don't know, I just think it's funny. Well, no, it's not necessarily separate. It could be completely the same yeah. edgy, but he just sees it as it's cool. I right. Mean, you know, we have a friend. What's that? No, no, go ahead. I have a friend who is edgy. Two edgy five me? I have a friend who is edgy, and uh, we see it as a bad thing, but they think edgy things are cool, so, you know. Well, they can be. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I would say that Metal Gear Solid Five was edgy. I think Metal Gear... <laughs> It's edgy. be edgy, especially the one with Riot, Raiden, when you play as Ra- Raiden. That's where Vengeance. Yeah, that one's very edgy. Yeah. Edge Fest. And like Dante from um, Metal Gear. Er... You good, dude? From Devil May Cry, Dante, he's very. Uh, a stroke? Very edgy. You yeah. have a schmeck? Yeah. Schmeck of a stroke? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to die. <laughs> well, sometimes edgy things are cool. Like, yeah. my like my favorite game of all well, one of my favorite games of all time is Shadows of the Damned. And Garcia Hotspur is literally edge. Like, he is edge incarnate. But no one ever makes fun of me for liking that game, but just saying. Edgy is good. Edge. Sometimes. Yeah. It depends on how you go about the edge. If the edge is, is like, funny edge, I think, then it's different. Yeah, if it's so over the top, it's, like, self-acknowledging that it's edgy. And that's Kojima. Yeah. To a T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then sometimes it's, like, lame <clears throat> edgy, and it's, like... Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, back to Agony. Is this an edgy game, or is this a it looks lame like edge? No, it looks like it could be an edgy game. Mm. Like a good edge. Like the edge is on point. Mm. Nice shark. Nice sharp edge, not like a fucking, Shing. not like a fucking schmecked edge. Mm. Um, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say about this game? I'm gonna keep doing this time. I remember what I was gonna say. But we are horror like genre fans, especially you and I, and in, in any media, yeah, and um, including games with you know survival horror. Speaking of survival horror games, look fucking slick. I don't mean to veer away from this game again, but Outlast Two. Looks fucking slick. That'll be an Indian Intel segment. Don't worry. Yeah, that looked fucking slick. All right, here. I fucking it's good. Looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're fans of the genre in general. Both each way. Uh, I'm gonna fucking. I, I can't talk. We're both fans. Any media. Yeah. Movies. Any media. And I'm books. And I'm appreciative of what it does. Yeah. Yeah. You you so, go to see some of the movies with us. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, <clears throat> pretty much every survival horror game that comes out, well, not everyone, because there's a fucking abysmal amount on PC that are just bad. Well, any, like, yeah. you know, one that gets attention. Like, yeah, bigger titles. Yeah. Like yeah. That. I mean, I, we, we usually try, and the, I guess the other most recent one would be, like, Soma, kind of, I guess. Uh, that's one of the bigger ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you count PT, I don't know. Well, there's a couple that, like, I missed. Like, Oxenfree was one, apparently, and yeah. I wanted to play that. Um, yeah. but, like, Layers that'll of be Fear. on so Lay- consoles. Layers of Fear is also one that oh, I, I saw so much fucking gameplay for that, though. I don't even want to play But, like, it. if it's like that, if it's, like, Slender tier, like, the original Slender, like, I'm not going to touch it. Like, it's just some, some oh. guy with Unreal <clears throat> Engine in his fucking basement or, like, right. Unity, and he's just making horror games. I'm not going to play it. But we see that the horror games has, like, started to evolve. Yeah. Which is, just, <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, we're waiting for the next big advancement, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So this moves in. If I'm just real quick, like, it yeah. reminded me about Resident Evil, <clears throat> and that there's rumors that a new Resident Evil will be at E3, and it's going to go back to its horror roots. Yes. Yeah. Talking about survival war, that is the action. initial one. Yeah. yeah. But, because yeah. that's where it took a turn. It started going to the action. Yeah, part. around and people, it, five it, is really where a lot yeah. of people yeah. felt Five was awful. Um, but that kind of segues into something I want to touch on off of that game, um, is that horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. Are I feel like are starting to move in this direction more than games. Whereas for me, and I think for you in some cases, jump scares don't work. They work in games mm-hmm. more because it's more of an immersive experience usually. Yeah. And I don't know. It just it generally works more in games. I feel like, 
Whereas in, in I think it works no matter what, but you can get away with it more in games. Yeah, but the thing is, jump scares are not creative. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? They scare you, yeah, because that's literally a normal human reaction. If something pops yeah. up in your face and is yeah. loud, if, you're going to fucking yeah, go, gonna oh, say, shit! It's the uh, the sound around it yeah. as much as the imagery. Exactly. Yeah. So that's not creative. So I'm waiting to, and I feel like games, and again, it's more okay for games. That's a bit of fucking wording. It's better... It's more okay in games uh, because they're more of like an immersive, like very. It's tactile. Know, you're you're holding exactly. a control, and you're yeah, that's the word. You're that's moving the word. around. You are the character. Right. You're not. You're not watching someone do something. Right. Especially so if it's first person. It. Right. So it's yeah, more like it's happening to you. But then there's the movie genre where anytime I see a jump scare now in a movie, mm-hmm. if if it's like a lot, if it happens a lot, then I'm just like. This is not creative. Yeah. This is fucking chilled out like a paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which some of them are good, but for the story. But whenever there's a jump scare and you're watching it, even like our our favorite one, fucking oh, my favorite one, the marked ones, there's a fucking abysmal amount of jump scares in that mm-hmm. fucking movie. But I really they I still, work sometimes. I still like the movie. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They do work sometimes. Sometimes there's like a perfect moment for it, and if it makes sense, then I don't know. I like it. It's not just like I don't know. I'm waiting for the evolution in games to meet where it's kind of moving in movies, where we need a like a fundamental restructuring of what the horror genre is. Yeah, I, I have a couple of thoughts. It could be agony. Yeah, it could be agony. But I want to shout out obviously to Dead Space, which mm. was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't beat the game, but like I've seen people beat it, and that had a jump scare at the very beginning that fucking shielded me out. Now that was years ago when I was in like fucking eighth grade or mm. something maybe, but. That game like kind of like picked up the Resident Evil mantle. I feel a lot of people mm-hmm. feel like, and I think it did, and it was really good. And the other two, unfortunately, moved more in the action direction. I feel like, but if they were to like revitalize Dead Space, <coughs> even if you weren't Isaac, if you were someone else, I think that'd be fucking yeah. slicky dicky. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the I think the uh, potential for this is where VR is. Yeah, because yeah. that there's this famous like Capcom demo called The Kitchen. It was called yeah, yeah, yeah. for. Uh, I don't think it was PS. Was it PSVR? Um, or was it Oculus or Vive? Yeah, it was one of it was a VR headset. I'm, and I'm almost 100 <coughs> sure it was PSVR. <coughs> I don't even remember that because it was being played on uh, PS4 units at like conferences oh, and stuff yeah. like that. So I believe it was. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> I don't remember. You were like I thought you were, it was almost like a jigsaw from Saw type of thing. You're just in, you were like chained down in this fucking yeah. chair, and this girl comes up behind you, and you like you see her hands like come up mm-hmm, on your mm-hmm. face and shit, and like then you like see her like come like she's behind you, and you see her face poke in and stuff like that. That's so. a, that's gonna be a completely separate entity of itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just I'm waiting for the next game or the next movie to like completely terrify me, mm-hmm. like but gen- genuinely terrify me mm-hmm. with the setting. Yeah, I was gonna say I think the setting plays a bigger part in horror than anything else because yeah. you the atmosphere you need to be creeped out by before anything else because otherwise a jump scare is the only thing that will get you. Right. Yeah. So like Dead Space is a great example, yeah. Stephen, because Dead Space I've only played a little bit of it and. Just being in that fucking ship alone, you're like... Because you're alone, that's the big thing. Something is going to happen to me, and I don't know what it is, but it's spooky in here, and I'm going to get the fuck out. And P.T. is one of my favorite gaming experiences I've ever had for many reasons, but just being creeped out alone, walking, and the fact that you loop over and over again, it's just, you know something's not right... And you know the game, it's almost like a glitch where it's like, remember like when you were a kid and there was like a glitch in a video game or like an Easter egg and it was a weird thing and everyone's always like, oh, this is so spooky. In, in San Andreas, if you turn around at a certain time, the ghost comes out of the TV. <clears throat> yeah. And like even just like stuff that's not supposed to happen happens, is spooky. So like in PT, when you're like looping over and over again, you're like, wow, 
I probably shouldn't be looping when I go through a door, but I do, yeah. and it's 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 jarring. It's unnerving. Yeah. yeah, and then eventually things do change when you go through it, and you're like, oh fuck. And I think that's really important for the horror genre, and I think that more shit like that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, as for the setting, hell is literally you could do whatever the fuck you want in hell. So well, that's what I'm saying. Like I. To my recollection, like, nothing has actually, like, really ever been explored in that setting. Well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, but I don't know. There's I mean, quite you have a few. Doom, but... Yeah. Well, that's not really horror now. There's Dante's Inferno. Yeah. I was going to say Dante's Inferno, and but, the Shadows of the Dam also takes place in, like, but, hell. Okay. But, like, this... I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I think I, I know what you mean. <clears throat> For survival horror, this is, like, the first time you're actually yeah. in hell. And I don't know if you're playing as a demon, or if you're playing as... Yeah, it doesn't really say. I, I get it the feeling like you, you like, are. died. Yeah, or like you're a fallen yeah. angel or something. Yeah, I get the feeling. You see, I think you see heaven in the trailer. I think so too. In the beginning, yeah, it looked like you were falling down, yeah. and there was this fucking red, yeah, that fucking hands stalk dude. thing and hands, know. dude. Yeah, yeah, lots of hands. But I mean, a perfect example is Outlast and Outlast Whistleblower. They were okay, game. like they were just generally like fine survival horror mm-hmm. games. I have my gripes <clears> with Outlast. Yeah, me too. Um, I reviewed it way back when. I think it's still up on the channel. So check it out. Um, but. They were fine, and, like, that, you know, Insane Asylum setting can be, you know, spooky, but I didn't feel like those games were really, like, too frightening. Like, when there was the jump scares, it was. But what got me about <clears throat> those games was, like, the very beginning, or it was just, like, fucked. Because, like, if you remember, you were in, the, like, there was the doctor, and he was just, you know, a cuck, mm-hmm. or something like that. But then... Even Outla- just the very beginning was fucking insane, when you're in an insane asylum, and there's insane people everywhere, like, just that alone. Yeah, but it, like, it doesn't... The setting, I don't feel, like, assisted with that, whereas if... I mean... Watching Outlast Two gameplay, the I setting is in the country. I saw a gameplay of that. And <clears throat> he was just running away yeah, from that. To there me, there just lights around. You didn't see anyone. You just saw these lights, and like yeah. you know, you had to run. You were yeah. in like this cornfield. Dude, that to me, just the very beginning of that. That was intense to watch. Yeah, yeah, I was immediately like, I don't like settings like that personally. Just the way that they did that and the design, I was like immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, I described no. it to you like yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, almost <clears throat> like out yeah. in the countryside. That, out in the country where there's like farms and everything. That is just. No, and it might be, you know, from my experience, just in my life, because I remember as a kid, I went on a fucking haunted hayride once, and it was like that, like, outdoors, like, country setting with, like, yeah. these old wood things, and I just, re- like, re- remember being terrified, like, mm-hmm. as a kid, as that, and I, I don't know if that carried over, but I just think that setting in general is just ultimately, like, scarier than... Yeah, I agree. It's different, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so. It's only been done a handful of times, so, mm-hmm. not even. But, so yeah, Agony. I just, all I have to say about Agony is I hope they, you know pay attention to what people want a lot of good talented developers working on yeah. it so they they know what people want and uh no jump scares let's see some good uh horror some good horror moments yeah i'll uh, i'll link their uh, website in the description mm-hmm. all right all right cool so moving on to our next segment how we're going to end each cast. very similar to unpopular opinion it's called salt the segment and we're going to present you a gameplay clip of us or one of you getting triggered. So if you have any clips of that, you can send it to us at haptogentil.gmail.com, tweet it at us, Facebook, fucking soft... Twitter. Soft. If, even if it's like a short <clears throat> clip. Like, yeah. yeah. Just, it's hashtag content. Honestly, I was thinking along the lines it could be gameplay, you getting fucked over in a or game. That, yeah. yeah, whatever. But I I think you're, that's a good point. Extend it. If there's something that triggers you, something small, and you want to talk about it, even if it's just a topic... I, I meant gameplay. I said, or I mean, I, I mean, think. anything works. If you if you get salty about something and you have it on footage, send it to us, and then we'll discuss it. If it's one of your clips, yeah. or if it's just gameplay of you getting fucked in Call of Duty or Overwatch or something, just send it to us. So yeah, so 
Any social media, any suckfest McGee. Or that infamous, uh, I think it was Mario Kart Wii video. Do you ever see that? Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of the Donkey Kong levels. This person's in first place by like a fucking mile. And they're on like this rickety wooden bridge. And they're about to cross the finish line. And fucking the infamous blue shell, the, the salty shell incarnate, which goes after first place automatically, fucking cucks him. And then he gets, like, the second place is, like, coming up right behind him, fucking knocks him off the bridge. And as he's spawning down, dude, a fucking red turtle, it's amazing. It's, like, red turtle shell, fucking knock off again. Green shell, and it's, the person's in last place by the end. It's fucking hilarious. We should, we should probably watch it after this. Because <clears throat> it's fucking, if there's no commentary, it's just, you see, like, I think it's just Donkey Kong just fucking sitting there, just being beamed in every time, just gets fucking shreked. Alright. Oh, Send him in. Yeah, it's hot yeah. that quality, because... Yeah. If I can have a nice laugh, yeah, you can probably watch it right on the fucking podcast. Maybe not, but we'll see. Before we go. Uh, just remember, E3, live stream, you know, uh, follow us over on twitch.tv slash Intel. We'll be over there June uh, 12th and 13th. Next week, uh, you're going to be getting the uh, E3 predictions special. Uh, it's going to be a nice, slick, long podcast, so make sure you tune in for that. And uh, Yeah, if you have yeah. any predictions, too, I don't know, fucking tweet them or something. Good yeah, point. Tweet them at us. I, I don't know how Shrek it'll go us. up the day. Oh, there's the week. So we're going to film it the weekend before E3. Right. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. I'm fucking. I'm a week ahead in my fucking head right now. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, we'll have time. So it's not like. Okay, I'm fucked up. Let me think. I'm on fucked up, Steven. No, I think it's going to be the week before. Yeah, it is. I think that's how we. I was thinking of whenever that goes up because like. Well, it'll go up. Well, it'll go up probably you know conference by conference, and then we'll put the full thing up probably you know the tenth or something. Yep. Yeah, but you know. I don't know. Somehow shill out your fucking predictions to us. We'll read them, we'll discuss them, we'll dissect them, we'll fucking do a nice lab report on them. Yeah, you got a week. A squeak. A schmeck. Alright. There's already a lot of leaked shit, which we'll be talking about next week. So stay tuned. Alright guys, that'll do it for us for Have to Cast episode 15. I am Josh Cole, joined by my good friends, Stephen Hebden Street and Brian Roberts. We'll see you guys next time.